3: Hey, wrestling fans! This is the Dragon talking at you, Ricky Steamboat, Hall of Famer, and you're listening to the room.
4: How can I bear this longer?
5: nothing to rearrange
0: sometimes you just get a feeling like you need some kind of change
2: no matter what's all, this time, all right there we are ladies and gentlemen welcome back it's in the room on the VOC Nation Wrestling Network vocnation.com and don't forget if you want to call in and interact with us here tonight the website for you to tap or to click on whatever the case may be from your phone <coughs> your tablets your computer uh better than ever uh, just visit call once again call we are streaming live from the voc nation wrestling network and of course all of our syndication partners and uh yeah i'm excited to be here brady hicks uh joining us as always, we have Matt Grimm. What's going on, Matt? Uh, here we here we go again, Brady. Another here week. We I will say that about this week. It is another week. Uh, so <laughs> it is that. Yeah. Now we're gonna have some fun tonight. Though we also have joining us uh, Howard Morgan. What's going on, Howard?
1: What's going on, guys? And yeah, I I kind of concur with Matt. I think. Between last week and this week, we are all just another week older.
2: Yeah. I, I, honestly, I feel like I'm about 20 years older after watching Raw from yesterday. But uh, <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. Again, uh, callVOC.com is uh, what you would hit from your phone or whatever if you want to talk to us here tonight. And uh, yeah, yeah. Um, we have a bunch of callers in the queue exciting as always the the numbers seem to be jumping up at the moment which is really cool i i i love the i i know i kind of i've been talking about it a whole lot but i love how stable StreamYard has been as a platform as opposed to when we use blog talk for all those years um this is nice you know i i i think uh i think we found it at least we found it for now so and with, you know, video options and, and certainly the audio stuff, um, yeah, things are looking up for the VOC Nation radio network. And uh, don't forget to check out all the great features on VOCNation.com as well. Um, we're about a week and a half now, I believe, from the Royal Rumble, which like for me, that always brings back so many fond memories of being a, a younger wrestling fan, Um I, I can proudly say that I've seen them all. I, I don't know how many people can say that. Um, I can remember going to like I guess it was West Coast Video, Matt. Do you remember Whoa. West Coast Video? <laughs> I love it. That was man. my place, man. That place was
4: wonderful.
2: That, oh, it was amazing. And I love because they had a a wrestling section that was larger than like their adult section. It Which was saying something because they had a. Pretty it it is adult saying something back
0: in the day. It really
2: is saying something, you know. And I would always check them out from that section. I would always check out videos from the. From, from the adult
1: section or the wrestling section? Okay. From the wrestling okay.
2: section, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> well, there was wrestling involved in both. If we're going to be totally fair here, but. Uh... <laughs> I'm getting the glare, guys. I'm getting the glare. Want to say anything, honey? <laughs> The bad thing about temporary living at your mother-in-law's is your studio is incapacitated. Yeah, me. that's a topic. <clears throat> <laughs> yeah. So anyway, uh, I, I used to love going to like West Coast Video and I would pick out like an old Royal Rumble. You know, even the ones that I had seen, it was just it was just cool, you know, and, and so many great memories from that. I think the most common one that everybody talks about today is... Uh, The Ric Flair one from 1992. Mm -hmm. And 1992 holds a very special place in my heart, guys, because like that year, that roster was stacked. That was like before WCW was really a viable alternative. You know, you're talking about Hulk Hogan, Ric Flair, Randy Savage. Sid was huge at the time. Undertaker was up and coming. You still had Roddy Piper going strong. You had Bret Hart and Shawn Michaels starting to emerge. Uh, Ninety-two was an amazing year. You had Bulldog pushing for the main event. Um, I'm sure I'm thinking of him. Yeah, you know, I'm missing a million others, but it was just an amazing year. And that Royal Rumble was just so much fun. You know, um, every single year, up until probably like the Attitude Era, Matt, when it started to pick up again. I always kind of wished that it could have been as good as 1992 was. Yeah, that, that's one of the better ones historically. Well, yeah, yeah. And 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 on top of that, the commentary with um, Bobby Heenan and Gorilla Monsoon, um, it was really right. You know, they had about a year left together at that point, and um, I felt like it was probably some of the best work that they had done as a team which is really saying something, so.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I just pulled it up, Brady, right as, as you were talking about it. it the, you know, the, ras- the, the, the roster was stacked, and, I mean, the Royal Rumble, Yeah, you know, in and of itself, I mean, I'll just give you a quick rundown. the British Bulldog, Aussie Flair, Jerry Sags, Haku, Shawn Michaels, Tito Santana, the Barbarian, uh, Texas Tornado, Repo Man, Greg Valentine, Volkoff, Big Boss Man, Hercules, Piper, Jake Roberts, yeah. Jim Duggan, and if we stopped there, that would have been a fantastic Royal Rumble, yeah, you yeah. know, and mm-hmm. just all of these guys involved are and were, you know, legitimate. Maybe with the exception of Skinner, <laughs> you know, we're, <laughs> we're we're pretty solid you know and Virgil maybe were pretty solid performers in the 90s and throughout the 90s
2: you know it just just talking about the Mountie. Mm, uh, was he <laughs> was he in here hold on was it uh, no, i don't he know fought he... Bret Hart no he fought piper he fought piper because Bret hart goes sick oh uh, yeah 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 fight
1: yeah that's right that's right
2: yeah and that was when um i could be wrong i I'm probably mixing up my times, but I think that's when he had the shockproof vest. (laughs) Piper. Because the Mountie used to use the cattle prod. I wish I had a cattle prod, Matt, and I wish I could use it as liberally as the Mountie did. Uh, There are some people that I would go around with the cattle prod, for sure. For sure. Um, (laughs) You're an evil man, Brady. (laughs) (laughs) 1992 was also great because... uh, uh, the Warrior came back at WrestleMania that year. Even though he didn't last very long, it was really cool. And uh, they, we got the rematch between him and Savage at SummerSlam that year. And then in the fall, we also had Hall, by the way, um, come in as Razor Ramon with the whole Starface thing, which was amazing at the time. And uh, it led to my favorite match of all time when Kurt Hennig came back. He had been managing Rick Flair. But around Survivor Series that year, When Warrior left the company unexpectedly, Randy Savage asked Mr. Perfect to be his tag team partner at Survivor Series against Razor and Razor Ramon. My favorite match of all time is actually a tag team match between those four.
1: And that went down on, I believe, like Tuesday Night Titans or something, when Bobby Heenan was saying there's no way that, you know, Perfect would would side with Savage. And that was a big... Big deal at the time, you know, Perfect siding with or teaming with Savage at that point, which was great television.
2: And what I loved about it is, like, Mr. Perfect came in and I found out that Babyface Mr. Perfect truly is perfect. I I don't – Savage was, like, the Babyface in peril. He was the one that got beat down the whole match. But when Mr. Perfect got tagged in, Matt, it was like – he did nothing wrong. He was flawless. Nobody got any offense in on him. It was amazing. I thought, like, <laughs> if this is the Kurt Hennig that we had gotten three years earlier, he probably would have been a world champion. Quite possibly. WWE. Yeah. You know? So, yeah, it's all about 1992. <laughs> I'm being told that we have no sound. No that sound. I... Good. I can hear everybody. Okay. Yeah, I can hear everybody. Alright, let's just see. Just testing. Like no, can you, we get you, you have it on YouTube. Yeah, I can hear everybody. Yep, I hear the echo. So yeah, sorry,
1: you, you can hear it on YouTube. I just turned, I just unmuted it, yeah.
2: Yep, yep, okay. Well, you know, Terry, He's from a third world country. Huh. Well, you know, I'm <laughs> in Ohio. I'm in Ohio. He obviously moved from England. Uh, I'm only playing, guys.
1: From a fourth world country to a third world country.
2: Yeah. Yeah, they went from, like, dumping their human waste out onto the street to, like... Dumping it in the river. <laughs> 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 yeah. I'm glad we have sound. I, I'm glad to hear that. Um So, anyway, yeah. So, I'd love to talk about Royal Rumble memories tonight. Like I said, we got a bunch of callers uh, we're definitely going to start to work them in, and, and, and screw you, Harry, for messing up my mojo there for a second. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna, but we're going to have a good time. We are. Um, Howard, I'll start with you because you—I you, definitely kind of look at you as a wrestling historian. Uh, <laughs> any Royal Rumble in particular, besides the '92 one that that you look back on and very fondly?
1: Um, yeah, I mean, '92 was great. Um, you know, I I don't know if I could pick one, um, but you know, and I was just thinking about that. You know, when you compare, um, you know, Royal Royal Rumble 1992 and the great year that it was, it kind of reminds me of the year that Jim Crockett Promotions had in '86. Um, you know, just the you know all of the celebrities and. And everything that they not celebrities but all the stars that they had and all the matches that they had ninety two was was a really great year but I'm kind of a um i'm an old school kind of guy i um I kind of like you know the original uh, was it eighty eight was the first royal rumble um Because yes. it was new you know nobody yeah. had really nobody had done it before um you know and again you know you had a, a, you know a lot of guys that were there's only 20 participants that year, um, but it still was the the first one. And that was the Haggisall one, right? Yep, yeah. I was gonna say Jim yeah. Jim Duggan or Jim Dugan, if you're Bill Watts, <laughs> you know, was the winner of that one. Um, Sam Houston was in it, and a lot of crossovers. Ron Bass came over, um, you know, and he. I got to see a lot of the guys that I kind of grew up watching in that '86 time frame. Now, here they are, two years later. In you know what. Well, I considered the big time, you know, they made it to New York. Um, but to me, yeah, that, that first one will always be special to me because it, it was so really innovating. And you knew it was only going to get better from there.
2: And I remember thinking, like, how cool is that, that Hacksaw? At the time, it like, it, to me as a little kid, I thought, like, OK, um, one man gang seemed like about as big of an obstacle as you could get at the time. I, unless you're talking about like Andre the giant or something. So the way, he yeah. saw, I don't know just the way he lasted and, and it was just cool to see. I, 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 yeah. And it was groundbreaking because it was the first one. Groundbreaking. How about you, Matt? I, I feel like we've talked about this in the past. Any, any Royal Rumble stand out to you?
0: Um, you know, 92 definitely was great. Um, I have a soft spot for the first one that Austin won because it sort of was ushering in the Attitude Era. Um, Not that it was necessarily a great Rumble, but just you know, kind of important for its place in history. Um, I mean, there have been there have been so many great Rumble moments, and there have been so many Rumbles that are just not that much fun to watch. Um,
4: Yeah,
0: it's such a mixed bag. But like, the concept behind it is so great that it's it's enough to keep you coming back each year and you you always look forward to it no matter what, which is always, you know, even when it doesn't pay out, that was always one of the, you know, the coolest things
2: about it was the level of anticipation. I, I feel like in recent years, it's become more about the surprises, you know, the, the unexpected people that show up and have a, a brief cameo.
4: Yeah. And that's yep. a
2: shame. That's a shame, I think, because like, the entire idea of, like, anybody can go in here and win this. And, like, let's be fair. Like, you know, we all knew, like, Haku or Hercules weren't going to win this thing. But it was cool to see. It was cool to see guys mix it up that you didn't usually see fight each other. Right. And right. and 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 the unpredictability of the whole thing made it cool. And they always, like, managed to have, like, an upset or two. Like, where, like, Hulk Hogan gets knocked out or whatever. Um, it's neat. It, it was yeah. just, it was, it was a neat thing. Uh, I feel like since we kind of have really embraced parody booking in the two thousands, like the first, probably 15, 20 years of the two thousands, um, the Royal Rumbles really have had very few highlights in recent years. Um, I go back maybe to like Ray Mysterio winning it. I think it was go like six, which was really just a surprise. Yeah. Um, yep. The the one that came down to Sean and the Undertaker to kind of like set up their WrestleMania match. That was a good one. Yeah. Yeah. And the other one was Edge coming back from injury and winning it. Uh not the second time. When I thought he had no business winning it because he'd been out of the ring for so long. But the first one, you know, the first time when he came back when he had been injured for like a year or 9 10 months or whatever it was and Came back and, and surprised everybody. I, we were doing the podcast, I think, when that one kind of went down. So, um, in recent years, yeah, I mean, I remember being really disappointed 10 years ago when Brian Danielson couldn't win it despite being so over. Yeah, that was in fact, that- he, he wasn't even watch- in that one. I, I,
0: yeah. God, I was debating even bringing that up because it's such a for me, it's such a stain on that year's Rumble <laughs> stain. <Yes.
2: laughs> yeah. You said stain. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, it's true though. It's true, and I remember that was the year when Rey Mysterio got booed because everyone he- thought Brian Danielson was coming out at thirty, and then it was Rey Mysterio, and.
0: Oh. God just got he just got caught in the crossfire. Yeah. It's not like people exactly. were actually mad that he was there. They just yeah.
4: didn't
2: want him in yeah. the rumble. And then to like even further insult the fans, I think that was the year when they had Blue Teesta come back from being an actor <laughs> just to compete in the Royal Rumble. Think and he won right. it.
0: And he, he won. won it. Yeah. Oh god, like remember like all the stuff, like all the uh, the memes and like the t-shirts like making fun of like his belly stamp and everything right after that yeah, like people were yeah people were angry
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah all right uh let's go to the phones and we're gonna bring on harry who figured out that he has to unmute his youtube in order to listen to the show what's going on harry
4: <clears throat>
5: you know hicks uh I-, I never thought i'd see a day where i actually uh was in the wrong and you're in the right, but ah, well, I noticed at the top of my tab, it had a little mute symbol. And I was like, well, that, that teaches me for muting my tabs.
2: <laughs> I'm just glad you <laughs> figured it out and that I didn't spend the first 10 minutes talking to nobody, which has happened many times on blog talk, by the way. Yeah. So <laughs> yes, it has. That.
4: Well, <laughs>
5: It's good you didn't. It's good you didn't. It's, uh,
4: <laughs>
2: so how uh, was your little, leaps and bounds. How, how was your little program on Friday night? Sorry, I missed it.
5: You're fine. You're fine. Um, hey, it, that, that was really, uh, I mean, that was my wife's show. That was uh, Justin America's show. That was for me and Chando to just sit back and, and let them throw their ideas out. So yeah, it was fun.
2: Okay. It was fun. Okay, cool. Where can people check that out?
5: youtube.com forward slash the great Harry Barnett.
2: Okay. With two T's.
5: With two T's. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and any, uh, any, any famous Royal rumble moments that, uh, jump out at you, Harry,
5: um, uh, remind me of the actor's name that was in one of those rumbles. Um, I the believe actor. that was Drew Carey. Yes. That was the first rumble I ever saw or um because i didn't start watching till like mid 2000s yeah so, that was like yeah that was definitely interesting that was 2001
2: wow okay um okay.
5: so yeah that was my first that was on free tv in the uk so in the uk you have well you, not so much now but a few years back you'd have five channels and then you could go and get like a cable or uh, like a free edition to be able to get more channels. And you'd have it on channel four at like midnight, 1am on free mm-hmm. TV, where you'd keep getting commercials in the middle of your pay-per-view. So it's like watching on Peacock now. Um, and yeah, I had my brother videotape it for me. I watched it the next morning and I was like, I had no idea who Drew Carey was at the time. Yeah. <laughs> so I was just like, <laughs> oh, okay, there's, there's an actor in the Rumble but um no i liked it. Uh, big fan of austin at the time so uh
2: he won that one didn't he
1: he oh, did yes he did. he did yep
2: yeah that's right cuz he challenged the rock that was like their uh that was the big year where he uh, where he turned bad
5: it was yeah yeah the yeah. the uh, the handshake no one expected
2: wow okay <laughs> definitely, yeah, a, moment. A, definitely a moment such a such a
5: long time ago that was what 2001 so that was 2001
2: 23, 23, years
5: 23 years ago. So I turned thirty three tomorrow. Hex. Like if you
2: think about it, it's crazy because like that year was like so much up and down. Like they they started mm-hmm. that year like on fire. Mm-hmm. They were incredible because they had The Rock and Austin, and then they had a bunch of like young and up and coming guys. Yeah, uh, like 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 uh, like like Benoit and Jericho and Angle and Guerrero, and it was like everybody was like. Getting really good, all at the same time. Then you had like veterans like The Undertaker. Um, I guess Foley was gone by that point, but there was just like there was so much there to get excited about. They had like potentially the biggest WrestleMania ever up to that point, which was like the Houston Astrodome. Oh come then, on,
5: that was that's still the biggest WrestleMania of all time. Right? Uh,
2: well, I probably if well, not, I mean the best. I, it, attendance wise, but certainly it was one of the best.
5: Yeah, yeah, it still, is. Um,
2: yeah. And 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 like universally, like accepted as that. And then, like right around that time, they bought WCW, and the whole business just went, you know, just nose mm-hmm. nosedived. You know, Brady, you like,
1: mentioned you mentioned all the upstarts that they had with, yeah, you know, but you left out the most upstart of upstarts in k
2: Quick. Yes. <laughs> I was actually going to bring him up later in the show. Uh, that guy is a treasure. Mm-hmm. He is. Yeah. Did, did you hear that? Like his Judgment Day merchandise, which they made just to be funny or whatever,
5: outsold everyone.
2: Outsold yeah. everybody last week.
5: Yeah, no shout I am no shocked. shocked. Funny. That's <laughs> funny.
2: They even did the angle on Raw where he's like out in the parking lot selling the stuff to fans.
5: Yeah, giving everyone that yeah. cup.
2: yeah that was good that was yeah our truth is amazing
5: everything really is like now every show really does have something to see i'll tell you that there Mm -hmm. was a time because before i started coming here before i moved here there was a time where i hadn't watched raw smackdown in a long time i'd barely catch pay-per-views but when i came here it was like uh, okay uh, it's monday we'll watch raw Oh, it's Friday. We'll watch SmackDown. Yeah, now, you're boring
2: now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Now yeah.
5: it's like everything is... It really is like there is something to see on each show. Like I genuinely thought... I don't know if you saw me post this. I genuinely thought that Jinder was going to win last night and then Damian Priest was going to cash in. I genuinely oh. thought that Damian Priest would have won the title going out of last night. But uh it didn't happen. But still, it's that must-see... That must see aspect to it has come back. Though I never that's how they would have done it. it.
2: Yeah, that's how they would have done it during the attitude era. Mm-hmm. You know, they would have mm-hmm. had it be unpredictable. Now it's predictable. Now it I predictable, feel like it's chat- predictable, but
5: you still have that aspect of I want to see it just in case. Well,
2: sure, sure. And, and they always give you like just enough like feasibility that it could happen. Yeah. Um, unlike the last like 10 years, which I feel like were written by like Chat GTP. <laughs> in fact i've asked chat gtp jet chat gtp to write to write an episode of raw for me and it was infinitely more interesting than anything that i would have watched at the time
5: did it just tell you to ask vince russo uh
2: no 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 it didn't no it didn't um because that would not have been infinitely better <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, interesting. It's interesting. So, Harry, now that you're in America, um, have you been to a bar and seen somebody wearing a wrestling t-shirt?
5: I don't drink, Hex. You really think I'm gonna go to a bar?
2: You wouldn't. You wouldn't just go to just be social, or to no. see a band, <laughs> or to no. play billiards. No, nothing. Does
5: Does, does Charlie's count as a as a bar? Hicks? I didn't
2: know you were straight edge.
5: Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Well, no drugs i I was i was but obviously because of my brain thing i can't drink oh yeah because it it thins your blood doesn't it so
2: oh does it i didn't even know that yeah i would have thought it thickened the blood that's why i always get headaches (laughs) (laughs) i got you
5: well that's what stops me the headaches but um no but no to answer your question um no, I haven't gone out to bars and seen people wearing wrestling shirts. Uh seen the occasional person out and about wearing wrestling shirts, but you know You don't be... see it as
2: often, so
5: depends where you go. Yeah. Like I've That's I true. can't remember where exactly I've seen them, but I've just seen them in random random there's places like... in Kroger or, or somewhere like that, and you see someone wearing a wrestling shirt.
2: There's um there's this place not far from Philadelphia. It's along the Jersey Shore. It's called Wildwood.
4: And I'm aware of Wildwood.
2: Okay, so it's a, it's a boardwalk, you know, amusements, all that, for people who aren't familiar. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a time, especially like 1997 through like 2000.
1: Right. Through yesterday.
2: Through yesterday. <laughs> you would see wrestling T-shirts all the time. Yeah, you're right, Howard. I think they were selling NWO shirts last year on the boardwalk.
1: Yeah, they still had the red and black shirts for sale. Yeah.
2: It's funny. It's funny. It's like, it's like a place that doesn't exist in reality. Yeah, you know, like I just, I just watched Jeopardy tonight with my wife, and one of the questions was like, or one of the categories was like '80s wrestling stuff,' and. Four out of the five were, like, so easy, but everybody struggled except for, like, the one guy. You could tell you, this is the guy that watched wrestling, you know? <laughs> nobody else had any idea. They are like, what are you going to do, brother, when my 24-inch pythons run wild on you? And, like, nobody knew except for, like the one guy, you know? So, funny stuff. Funny stuff. I wore my Bray Wyatt shirt to a bar. That's why I asked.
5: Did you did did you uh, get thrown out? They asked you to leave.
2: No,
1: not because of his shirt. It was other reasons yeah. he got thrown out. Yeah, yeah, it was other reasons. <laughs> <laughs> it's not it's not <laughs> wearing yeah. pants. Right. Yeah. I you know
4: straight <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> uh. Yeah,
2: and even that shirt is like so so subtle that like I think most people will give it a casual glance and just think it's like a band shirt or something. It's just got I was just about on, to say you know? that
5: Yeah, I was just about to say that Bray Wyatt did give off that like uh, heavy metal kind of look to
4: him. Yeah, he
2: did. He did. You know, now the shirt I've got my eye on is uh, Rick Rude, and it's like his his upper body profile, and it's just like, "Sup, ladies." I like that (laughs) shirt a lot. I never really, I
5: never really (laughs) actually got that many wrestling shirts in my lifetime. You know, I had. uh, I've got a bunch. Well, I had a Steve Austin one when I was a kid. Um, Everybody did. Yeah. A, yeah. a, a DX one. Uh, I have an LA Knight and a Cody one. And then there's like Chondo's shirt, which I got because I think me and two other people got it. Um, <laughs> other than that, I don't have wrestling shirt. Uh, an On Point shirt that Loudy gave me. A, a New Moon shirt that Jake gave me. Other than that, I don't have wrestling shirts.
6: Yeah.
2: I've got the Austin I've got two or three DX ones, including like a vintage nineteen ninety seven one where it was some, talking something about gonna gonna steal your girlfriend, loser boy, and it was like Sean and Hunter, like the original kind of yeah, big, yeah, yeah, yeah. weird logo that they had, not that not like the the standard one that like got so big in like ninety eight, but like this kind of weird red one, um, the blood
0: one, the one that looks like yeah, it was like blood, yeah,
2: yeah. yeah I had that one. Uh, I had an NWO shirt. But I had it, like, post-merger. So I have, like, the one where, like, Booker T and The Big Show were in the NWO. I have that one. (laughs) Yeah,
1: there's actually a lot of people in my office, the younger, I say younger, they are in their 30s or 40s, that I see a lot of wrestling shirts on them.
4: Mm
2: -hmm. It happens quite a bit, yeah. And then all the independent ones, you know. I've got some funny ones from Barber Shop. I, I have like a an Andre the Giant one. He's got like just like the funny sunglasses, and it just says Dre. Um, I've got I've got uh, a Hollywood blonde shirt that I bought on Barber Shop, and uh, I always wanted I'm Shawn Your Marty, but I never got that one. So there's a few that I have had my eye on for a little while, but. The bottom line is when you wear them, most people just don't even get it. So,
5: yeah, yeah. Uh, that, I think that was part of the allure for a while, though, wasn't it? It was like, hey, mm-hmm. you know, you're mm-hmm. a wrestling fan. People don't get it. And then on the other hand, it's like, oh, why don't people get it? Yeah, I'm lucky. Yeah, it's, I'm lucky. I married a, a wrestling fan just like me. So, you know,
1: yeah. You either get yeah. it or you don't. There's nobody. I don't think there's anybody in between. Like, like anybody on the fence about it. They either like it or they don't.
5: Yeah.
2: Ke- Kelly doesn't naturally like wrestling, but she likes to laugh at it with me. So she doesn't follow it all the time, but like if we'll be watching, watching AEW. It, she'll make
5: fun of it, right? Yeah.
2: We'll she'll be like, oh, there's Sting. I-, I thought he was like, I thought he was like retired or whatever. And she's like, and look, he's got a little Sting with him.
1: A Darby <laughs> Allen.
2: And that's why I started calling him Little Sting. Uh, that's great. Yeah, little stinger. And then that's the punchline for that Harry is, I thought that's why he retired because of a little stinger.
4: <laughs> oh. But, oh, that's bad. <laughs> soon enough, you soon enough, terrible, terrible man.
2: You know, you know little stinger's going to turn on him and he will again retire from little stinger. Uh but
5: <laughs> you're a terrible man, Hicks. I, I uh, let me ask I you try. a question. Um sure. do you think that Seth Rollins is going to fall down to the curse of the uh the ACL. Supposedly he's injured and everyone it, is getting an ACL injury right now. Who
4: um, else?
5: Yeah, look at every person who's injured right now, they've got an ACL injury.
1: Really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah the, the, the buzz the buzz around the internet, and it is buzzing, especially today, is the the meaning of the Royal Rumble match may now change if Seth is legitimately hurt where the yeah. winner Will are not, not get a shot at the title, but will become mm-hmm. world champion.
5: Yeah.
2: Really? Yep. That was a compelling. That was another great thing about the 92 one, by the way. The title was on the line in that one.
5: That was a year after I was born, so long before my time. But I like the one where Roman had to defend the title, and then he lost it to Triple H at the end.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, I forgot about that.
5: Yeah, most people, people, people X. Most people did. Yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> I remember it came, There was one where like it came down to Dean Ambrose and Triple H, and everyone thought Dean Ambrose was gonna win. <laughs> and then Triple H, he did his Triple H thing, right?
1: Uh, he did what's best. He did what was best for business. Oh. <laughs> and went what's away for
2: business. Uh, Granny, I see you waiting. You're up next, uh, and we're gonna get to each of you guys. Don't worry.
5: Alright, well I gotta go anyway, Hicks. So uh ah, it's been fun okay. talking to you. You too.
2: But, you too. And
5: thanks for uh, everything. You take care of that hairline. I don't want you to end up even more like me. Well, there's nothing
2: else. Or I,
1: mine mean, point. I mean one or the other. Oh, yes. yeah, yeah.
2: I, it's it's getting it's heading toward where Howard is. So um, Yeah. In well, fact, it's funny, I have this barber I go to, and um she 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 gave me these pills. She said if you take these pills, it should help. She's like, it won't restore your hair, but it'll yeah. keep it from going even more. And I'm like, okay. They weren't. They weren't little on. blue pills, were they? Uh, no, they weren't. No, they were Okay. Um, I thought. I, I started thought taking gonna... them like candy, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I thought but, uh, you were going to no. say
5: that when you went for a haircut, you'd say which one? Which
1: uh, one? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, that's
4: funny. But a marker Beautiful. is your friend. Um, a
5: marker is your friend Hicks and uh, YouTube.com forward slash the Great Harry Barnett.
2: See you, buddy. Uh, So there you go. Uh, It's funny. I always thought he was Harry Barnett, but he's Harry Barnett. That's why I asked if he had two T's. Uh, Yeah, so anyway, with the pills, she's like, she's giving me these pills and I start taking them and I don't notice a difference. You know, I feel like it's my hair is just going, but I'm like 45 years old. You know, this is I'm older than Kurt Angle was when he started shaving his head. So it's Okay. It's okay. Um, but every time I go to her, I think she's afraid I'm going to stop going and just start shaving my head because, like Howard, she'll, like, grab, like, a little piece of my hair, and she'll be like, I think I see some new growth there. I haven't been taking these, I haven't been taking these pills in eight months because they got discontinued. She don't even know that. So.
1: I, yeah, I, haven't, I haven't been to a barber room probably 20 years. Yeah.
2: So Granny's having trouble getting in. Granny, if you're listening, uh, try again. It, it, you do need a stable internet connection, and I understand you live in Arkansas, so um, that might be an issue. I don't know. Uh, it's probably it probably
1: is because I, I hear they just got indoor plumbing last week. So
2: yeah, the internet I mean,
1: the internet's probably
2: not far behind. Yeah, yeah. All right, let's go to uh, Tora. Hey, Tora, and I know Linda's on the line too. Do you want to be on at the same time? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Tora, are you listening to the show? Can you mute it if you are? I feel like I'm hearing myself. Okay. Yeah, hopefully.
4: Yeah.
2: Yeah,
1: Yeah, you got to mute your TV or something.
2: Yeah, it's the same rules as radio. Radio. Let me try that. There we go. Okay, Linda, can you... It's mirror? a lot of echoing. No. I think it's Linda.
4: There we go. That's good.
2: I think it's you. I hear a lot of echoing. It's making me think that one of you is listening. I I think it's Taylor. Well, it's one of you. Then, Are they in the same room? Oh, that's a good question. Are you guys in the same room?
4: Yeah, yeah. we're in
2: the living room.
1: That's that, the yeah. yeah, you're going to be, only be able to use one phone or something because they're going to get the echo yeah. all the time.
2: Thank you, Howard. I was just going to say I'm going to consult with IT here. Uh, Linda, <laughs> I'm going to remove you. If you could slide over with Tora, we can do it that way just because uh, that that's why we're getting the echo. So what's going on, Tora?
7: What's going on?
2: How you doing?
7: I'm doing great.
2: <laughs> Good. That's great.
7: Enthusiasm.
2: <laughs> <That's great. It's laughs> <awesome>. Yeah. Um, I you it's know fun, I, I um, we had bad snow. You have snow? Yeah. Who won the blues and flyers game? I didn't see oh, it yet.
7: Oh my gosh, that was a game.
2: So the Flyers won. Uh, I don't know. I'm still getting an awful lot of feedback. Are you killing a bird or something? No, no, no.
1: Okay,
2: it sounds no. like you're like like slicing like a like a parakeet's like throat. Yeah,
1: throat. yeah, something's going on. I
2: don't have any birds. Are you grinding metal together?
4: No, 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 no,
2: no. What else does it sound like? <laughs> Did you get like, sounds- a tiny mouse and put it in a blender? Um, it no. It just sounds like pure horror.
1: Ask Linda to mute her phone.
2: I thought she was muted. No, mm-hmm. me
1: you muted her on her on end, but if if her mic is still open, she's picking up both of us.
2: Oh, thanks, mm. <laughs> Matt. This is why I didn't go to school for computers.
4: Indeed. yeah.
2: That and because I I uh I used the computer lab to run a <laughs> pirate email wrestling league. <laughs> it would have probably gotten me kicked off campus had they read the content of it. Yeah, <laughs> it's a good thing they didn't. I am, of course, only joking.
1: Kind of joking.
2: It's kind of joking. If anyone's <laughs> listening, then I'm joking.
1: Right. <laughs> Especially anybody at the college he went to. We're just joking. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, you're right. You're right. Um, Tora, so I, I'm flying to Las Vegas. I'm flying to Las Vegas. What is up with this, Tora? What is up with this, Torah. Right, do this, Tora. We can't do this. I can't do this. It's yeah. It, that... It's, uh, sorry, Tora. So, anyway, you can listen to me. I, I, and Linda, I'll try and bring you on in a second, but I feel like I'm playing with fire here. Um, <laughs> I'm flying to Las Vegas, and on my way back, I have to stop in St. Louis for a layover. I'll be there for like two hours, which really. It's just striking me. There's no way I could meet up with Tora because she's probably not going to be in the airport unless she lives there. There are people that live in an airport.
1: Yeah, Tom Hanks did. I've seen it. I saw the
2: movie. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) All right, let's try Linda, see how this goes. Linda, you there? Have Tora hang her phone up. Yeah, yes. it's, t- it's too much. Uh, sorry, one, of gotta, yeah, one of them's got to
1: yeah. One of got to hang their phone up or yeah, log of, out or something.
2: If you're listening, one of you needs to hang up, and then you just sit real close together, and we can talk, and everything will sound great. Uh, in the meantime, let's go. To Don't do it. Rat. Oh,
1: do it. will do it. I'm gonna give
2: this show a lethal dose of poison. Oh, oh
1: boy, here we we'll, we'll be off the air by eight thirty.
2: I'm gonna kill my creation. <laughs> What's up, you goofball? Why are you calling oh, me? Oh, man. You know, what a
7: there. day. What a now day down right. here. It's it nice and beautiful. Now it's windy. I'm going to mute him yeah. real
2: quick just because I want to say something. Uh, so he tricked me into getting my phone number. He tricked me into getting my phone number today. He uh, he got a new phone and he had his sister message me and said, Rat boy needs your number for, to, I guess, to get the number to call into the show. And I listened, Matt. I listened. so. You listen. No, that's your no. fault. You got nobody
1: to blame but yourself.
2: All
1: right. He's still talking. Listen, he has no idea. He's been muted.
2: Listen, we used to do that to Malcolm all the time. We'd put him on hold and do his rant in the back. We'd be like. No,
7: no, no. <laughs> what happened was that earlier today, around twelve o'clock, I dropped there my phone on my there cousin's floor and it broke. I had to get that a new lady. phone.
2: Rat boy, do you have a minute to hold on? Can yeah. you Hold on for one minute. i yeah. I want to put Granny on because she's been trying throughout the night, and I don't want her to. What's going on, Granny? You're on. Yeah. How are you? Right, Ratboy. Right, can you mute that. your phone? I yeah, hope I'm everybody. Muting I'm muting them. All right. There we go. How you doing? How you doing, Granny?
8: I hope everybody. Yeah. I'm. I'm hanging in there. I mean. David's still about the same, still not eating a lot. He's down to 141.9 pounds. Wow. And the doctor has prescribed him a morphine patch that lasts like three days. So they have to change it out every three days. But it helps keep his pain level kind of more balanced out. But he's still not eating a whole lot. And... I don't think he's ever going to be able to get to come home.
4: We that had snow you, about a yeah. four
8: inches of snow a couple, couple days ago, and it, but it's been really cold, yeah. so I had to bring my dogs in from outside. So they've been in my computer room. I'm trying to find homes for him because maybe with the way with my income is going to be, I'm not going to be yeah. able to. Okay. Say what?
2: I said maybe they're messing with your internet. The dogs. What'd you say, Brady? I said maybe they're messing with your internet. The dog No, no, they're, no. 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 Okay. Okay. It's, I, I think it might be the That's weather true. on my end. I don't know because
8: when I was when I was listening to you guys earlier, everything was really choppy sounding on my yeah. end and I couldn't understand that, y'all
2: sometimes. So I don't that know. That is the downside of StreamYard is that it is internet based. So
1: but it's the only yeah. downside, you know. If, even if that's really a downside, it really downside. is the only
2: downside. <laughs> it's, you know, it's you know, you occasionally get somebody who has a bad connection, but I guess you occasionally get somebody who has a bad connection on the phone too. So I don't know. We are all paying. We're all we're all praying for you, Granny. And I, I, yes, I saw about absolutely. your dogs. I saw about your dogs. That's really sad. Um, I wish there was a way that I had a lot of money that I could give you a little bit so that you could continue to do things as you always have
8: well the thing is the thing is brady the house i live in it's older and howard i apologize i have not reached out to your friend that you gave me the information about i have just had so much going on and but i don't have the money to fix up my house and what money david has pretty much all of his income is going to be going to pay the nursing facility i get a little bit of his income to help with my what i get on my disability money Mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. it's just i'm gonna when everything's said and done i'm barely gonna have enough to pay my bills let alone take care of two 60 pound dogs you know so that's why i'm having to find them good homes it's not fair to them, you know, that I can't properly take care of them. And sure, the being the animal lover that I am, I would make sure that they would be, have food first before I ate. And I just, you know, I've already lost through this whole ordeal. When I went to the doctor to get my A1C check the other day, he says, you've lost some weight since you've been here the last time quite a bit. I think yeah. I've lost 30 pounds, guys, since all this nonsense started.
2: Well, I'm really sorry to hear that. Oh. Did you see the know. A1C commercial where they're singing and dancing? Well, I we're in my A1C. I'm at home all day, so, like, I, I see a lot of this
8: <laughs> stuff. Now. So. Oh, I do. I, do I, I have seen it occasionally, so yeah, I have yeah. seen it occasionally. But, you know, it's just it, – it. I. But I've, I've slept in my computer chair the last probably three nights that I've had them in just mm-hmm. so I can kind of keep an eye on them. You know, I, I locked the door at night so they can't get out. Now, the other morning, I was able to go in and lay down in my bed for a few hours. But for the most okay. part, I've been sleeping in my computer chair. So at night, just to keep, you know, just so they know I'm in here with them, you know, and stuff. Sure. But, Sure. It's hard right okay. now. It's really hard, guys. And yeah, I'm having yeah. a rough time. So, well, we're continuing to pray. So, I appreciate it. Yeah. I love you all. So, love you too. Take care of yourself. I'm trying my best. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Let's uh let's shoot it back to Rat Boy, see what he's gonna say. Never know, there's an unpredictability right there. What's Rat Boy gonna say?
7: What's what going am I going on? to say? Uh, Put it this way, of... you got the snow, I got the wind, and the sunshine, and and a little bit of rain. It's Who's okay down there? here in Florida in Tampa dark there,
2: Isn't it? Isn't it dark huh? down there? What do you mean? You stays, get the
7: sunshine? Yeah, dark down here already.
2: Well, where's the sunshine? It, 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 it's <laughs> playing <laughs> peekaboo. <laughs> it's <laughs> playing peekaboo. I got you.
7: <laughs> it, it's playing peekaboo right now.
2: He's lying to us.
7: But but you know, during the day is real nice here. But now now the temperature dropped a little bit. You know, a little wind. Mm-hmm. I you can manage see. that.
2: That's but scary. I don't
7: go wet stuff on the ground like you guys do.
2: Yeah, we Matt, we are covered in snowballs. I gotta say, that's really unfortunate. Maybe I not the inches of it, but it's and definitely. when I was
7: down problem. here already, I yeah. did do one thing. Mm-hmm. I done a twenty-four hour bingo.
2: You haven't even been there for a day, have
7: you? Yeah, yeah, I got here uh, Sunday night. Oh,
2: okay.
7: I got here Sunday night. By plane, my first time riding on a plane.
2: Did you see you rode, rode a biplane?
7: Up? Huh? Uh, yep, I flew I in think, the
2: Tampa. I didn't think they had biplanes anymore.
7: Hey, yeah, you know, I took uh, plane, uh, a plane, a what it's Texas plane to call the Frontier, straight down to mm-hmm. Tampa,
2: one you. way. Frontier's Frontier is the best. Uh, That's the one where they're like, it's only a hundred dollars, and then like. Right. But it's two hundred dollars to choose your seat, so where do you want to sit? No, no. And I There's even tried like seat. I even tried calling them up, like, I'm fine to stand. And they're like, No, you have to choose a seat. All right. So I, will, I will I call will call never,
1: I will never it's I will never fly Frontier brother. ever again.
2: Oh, I won't it's either because they stranded me in Fort
1: Lauderdale. I'm uh-huh.
2: uh-huh. down to and Miami. Seen
1: and in I had Hulk to talk Hogan,
2: louder than Rappoy in order to be heard. Right. It is it is what it is, you know? Yeah, huh? Yeah. What were you saying? Rick and guess Bergen? what?
7: I didn't uh, like I'm talking You're to staying. somebody, somebody, your name is, um, uh, Rob, right? Rob, he's from Bergen County, New Jersey.
2: Okay. Uh,
7: where, the, where the hell
2: is Bergen County?
7: It's up North Jersey.
2: North Jersey, yeah. Yeah, I don't, is it above, it's yeah. above Princeton? Yeah. Yes. I don't care about okay.
7: that. I'm just playing. I'm just okay. playing. No. All right. I now, no, you. I'm not coming back to the first. I did really drop my phone and broke it.
2: Okay. Would you talk, just go and get a new phone. phone right away?
7: Uh, uh, I was hunting all day for, for one. Okay. And you but can't get can't, back when
2: you're... you you can't just log on to your Facebook and get a new and get the old one back. No, no.
7: What it is that uh, Best Buy's down here tried everything, and uh, what happened is that I have to go home and do it on my desktop. Okay. Because what it is that I, I unplugged everything before I left, and I forgot to log everything out.
2: You got it, homie.
7: That's what happened. Okay. But, but I'm I'm, right, I'm processing and doing a, a new Facebook session tool. So I get back and I'll be at my old one.
2: Now, are you, one. Are, you stay, are you staying in a hotel?
7: I'm staying at a house right now. Okay, so I'm not, can you do, no.
2: are you going to be able to do bed checks at the house?
7: <laughs> no. <laughs> no, not me.
2: Where are you staying? Clearwater? At a halfway I'm, house, he said.
7: I'm staying at a and b right now.
2: B&B.
7: Yeah, B&B and, um, uh, huh?
2: What do you have for breakfast? I'm
7: right outside of Tampa right now. I'm in, yeah. in the local area.
2: Did you go to the Eagles game?
7: Uh, I was there at the beginning, but I left.
2: So you went to the game, but left early.
7: No, I, I was outside. There were too many people there. We just turned the car around and, and left.
1: That makes more sense. Yeah, that, yeah that, that's yeah, a little that,
2: clearer. That, that checks out. <laughs> he made it
7: to the parking the lot. They have a big parking lot. And, park and, and I found out later on they uh they were walking out with paper bags on our on our heads. The Eagle fans.
2: I did see them on TV with the paper bags on their heads. That was pretty funny.
7: Yeah, somebody told me they are walking out with the bags on their heads. I say what? <laughs> but you know, we're gonna Good time, you know, the season.
2: Uh we're talking tonight about the Royal Rumble. Uh any what's your favorite Royal Rumble, Rat Boy?
7: The Royal Rumble. Your favorite one? Yeah. It has to be um when um what is it? Titus O'Neal underneath the ring? That was the <laughs> best that was the best one Royal Rumble. Arabia.
2: The one in Saudi Arabia, one by Braun Sherman. Yes. Good choice.
7: Yes. Okay. That like okay. the best one.
2: It could have been worse. Very... Yeah. It could have been worse, but... Matt. I thought he was gonna say the one with Mae Young. Yeah.
1: That's... Oh gosh. <clears throat> that's dismaying. I thought I forgot <laughs> about that one.
2: I didn't. Oh man.
7: <laughs> May Young.
2: I still see that. Mm. Yeah at least they were decent enough to use prosthetics supposedly i still don't know if i believe it but
7: (laughs) wait a minute you see the ground i don't got no snow here see you believe that one i'm down here okay 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 and i'm on vacation but i'm still working down here i'm looking for you guys
2: you're working i'm gonna get
7: get the inside skew everything the rumors the people who's going in there I'm gonna tell you everything
2: which are, the... are you when are you going to Hulk Hogan's beach shop or karaoke <laughs> Monday
1: Monday okay, he's got a restraining order against him yeah.
7: well we find out Monday maybe
2: I'll have to set up a show on Monday so you can call in live from there.
7: I will be there at that time
2: Kelly will kill me. You don't know what time, what yeah, time? Because he's uh he starts
7: karaoke thing at about uh, 8.30, 9 o'clock, and I'm calling. Let's oh, All right. And uh, plus, this Saturday and Sunday, actually Sunday, no, Saturday, we're going to Disney World for one day. Okay. Cause I had to, I to uh, do something in there because something I, I lost. I've never returned it back yet, and I'm going to fight Disney World, get my piece back. Who's
2: your favorite Disney princess? Is it Ariel, like me? Yes. Yes. I thought so. I thought that, so.
7: That, yeah. that, I, I'm, I'm going to see her anyway.
2: It's got a thing for redheads, man. That's unfortunate. Yeah, it is unfortunate. <laughs> it's also unfortunate that he dropped out. That's really unfortunate. That's a shame. What are, yeah, what are we going to do now? I don't know. I don't know. Um,. Let's see here. So we talked about our truth a little bit. That guy is a national treasure. Uh, we talked about the favorite Royal Rumble. How about the way everybody's bullying Diana Peraza online? That really bummed me out, and I don't like. I mean, I've known her from the Independence and stuff, but um, she's such a much different performer than she was back then you know i i almost said she's grown so well but uh that that i didn't mean it like the way people are coming after her um for her body basically body shaming her so what's the deal they're
0: making fun of her because of the way she's built
2: yes just a whole lot of jokes about how how fat she is basically and and. You know, I I saw like one person was like going off about how she should like she should get outfits that look more like uh, like Nia Jax stuff like that. That's a bit much. Yeah, it is a bit. It is a bit much, especially since like. Well, I mean, for a number of reasons, it's a bit much. But you know, Nia Jax really did like kind of break the mold in terms of like. What WWE expected from their women, you know. So yeah. it's a shame. It's a shame. So Diana told them, these fans. She said, "You're entitled to your opinion, and I'm entitled to tell you to kiss this fat ass."
0: Yeah, good for her. Yeah,
4: I
2: it's think a shame, one, you know.
4: It's yeah, it's just something yeah.
0: that people forget. Is like, you know, like your opinions are very capable, very much capable of sucking.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, they're, they're, they're totally... Again, it's a shame. It is a shame. Um, and to see her working so hard, because obviously she was with WWE for a little bit, developmental. And then, you know, when they let her go, she was down in TNA doing her thing. And doing really well at it. She really was, like, pretty dominant in the women's division. Kind of became, like, the face of the Knockouts roster down there in TNA. But to see her make it up to AEW, like, I I was excited for her. You know what I mean? And I, and I like to think that, like, even if WWE fans are a certain kind of pervy way, I like to think that, like, maybe AEW fans would be a little more classy. You would think, but I mean, but they're probably they not AEW too. fans <laughs> making fun of her on Twitter. So yeah, and they're yeah. wrestling fans. Yeah, the whole thing sucks. It bummed me out. How about you, rap Were You bummed out?
7: Uh, I've been bummed out since uh, four o'clock this morning. I'm still want to go. Right, you, you know, two I've been in, doing this know. and that. You know, four o'clock in the morning came. I was up at 4 o'clock in the morning doing stuff.
4: Okay.
7: Now I'm back in training, and you never know what's going to happen at 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 this border rumble. Yeah, it's true. Because this border rumble might mean something to everybody right here on the VOC Nation. You never know when a rat is going to strike, and this is the year when the
2: rat is going to strike, is this the year of the rat?
7: <clears throat> I think that's in a couple couple more years. Okay. Okay. I was
2: a horse, so I'm a horse. So.
7: What well, it is that you <laughs> never know? Yeah. I could I could jump in the men, or I could jump in the females and just get all the females out of the ring, and and I just will win the whole thing.
2: It'd be very empowering for you, wouldn't it? Yep. Yeah.
7: I can't wait to see it, though. I what can't else you got, be- buddy?
2: I feel like I don't want to take away from your vacation anymore.
7: Hey. I i have... Since I've been down here, I have not yet stopped yet.
2: Well, maybe it's time to stop.
7: Yes, tomorrow <laughs> I am all... I'm, 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 be I'm, good. <laughs> I'm going to right uh, lunch. <laughs> <laughs> going out with, yeah. with my, lunch with my cousin. Okay. I haven't seen you. The next day... I'm not I might be right here once again on a okay. VRC Nation with WCW Retro with Howard there. What are we talking about, Howard?
1: Thursday night you're talking about, right?
7: Yes, yeah. Thursday
1: night. I thought he said tomorrow night. <laughs> he scared me a minute. I don't know yet. I think we're just gonna keep it open for right now.
4: Okay. That's the okay, best we way to
1: it do it. Yeah, I haven't had much time to think about. Topic, so we'll just keep it open and talk all things wrestling and everything in between.
2: And you don't want Rap Boy thinking too much,
1: right? Right, yeah, okay, you know, he's on there vacation, is- he needs a break.
2: There is one
7: thing we could talk about. We're always talking about men wrestling, let's go in with the female wrestling. What about it? We could talk about nothing but the females,
2: nothing but the females. Yeah, we'll figure it out on Thursday.
7: (laughs) And and I did. And uh, the first night, night, (laughs) the first night
1: night I got here. Was was that too (laughs) subtle? I I was trying to be subtle.
7: (laughs) (laughs) The first night I got here, I was flipping the station. I found W O W. Wow. And I saw the girl that I really (laughs) like. Her name is uh, Santana.
2: Oh, I thought you were going to say Amber O'Neill.
7: Her, too. i seen her, that too. And Santana. Bro. Yeah. Oh, wow. The main event. Santana mm-hmm. was the main eventer.
2: Mm-hmm. And Whoa. All right. I think we're done, man. You got anything else?
7: I think that's it. I just I, to... I just want to say, guys, I know it's rough up there. Please, stay safe, because it's snowing up there.
1: I say, not anymore. Oh. It's stopped. We're done. Yeah,
6: we're done. See, another, wait a
7: minute, wait a minute, wait a minute I'm going to tell you right now The Wrecked Weather Report You are going to have another fall On Wednesday night Another fall? My, my word, another snowfall We're
6: Going
7: back to autumn Another snowfall, because I read it online And got it for another snowfall
1: Oh, we hear it online, it must be true Well,
6: it's, it,
2: it, he's about as accurate As the
7: groundhog, you know and Put it this way, put it this way the Eagle fans are still down here. They can't fly home yet.
2: I'll bet they can. They probably bet the house that the Eagles are going to win. Right.
1: It's got nothing to do with the weather. They're all broke. They can't afford a ticket home.
7: <laughs> but it's different. I- I'm good. I'll be up February uh, 1st. I- I'll be uh, coming home on the third. There
2: you go.
7: You know, I- I'll be I way wait. clear what all that stuff. All
2: right, buddy.
7: Okay, I'll talk care. to you guys later. You guys take care. You know, Give
2: your cousin a big wet kiss for me. I will. All right.
7: I'm, I'm sure I'll you make, will. Let me see if I can get her on on Thursday night for a little bit.
2: Sounds
1: great. Yeah, a little bit, yeah.
2: You work yeah.
7: her. Yeah.
1: <laughs> see ya.
7: All right. See <laughs> ya, Tampa. And you guys take care. Make sure, you know, the snowstorms up there. Stay safe and don't get sick. And where's your mask up there?
2: No, I'm not doing that. Yeah,
7: but I'm, not, is, I'm done. It is blue season up there. Not down here.
2: You, I, I'll stuff the mask up my nose. How's that sound?
1: <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah, I'm done with the mask. I'm done.
7: And, and I am recreating a, a new Facebook page. <sighs>
2: okay. You know, well, you're, you created one today. How many do you have to have? Be like five thousand? or six?
7: I, I'm going to uh, try to get pictures on it. The picture's down here. Gotcha. Then, when I get back up there, I can transfer them over to my old account. Yeah.
2: Okay. So, you are okay? going to be able to get on your old account again. This is. Yes. Because I a get home. Account because we can't go too much. Yeah. Soon of I,
7: get soon oh, I get home. As I get home. I'm sure I got to do everything on a desktop. Because the, phone, the phone's not letting me do it. If I do it on the desktop, it will let me do it. Well, go and
2: do I, it on the desktop.
7: I am going to do it on the desert. Maybe I could do it on on my cousin's lap when I'm down here. I'm not sure yet. On well, your cousin's lap.
2: What? Stop. I don't need well, to let's know we, this. Stop. You start out with a sloppy kiss and take it from there.
1: Yeah. Oh, jeez.
7: And another thing, you know, uh, I'm not going to say this. Okay.
2: Well, he need, okay. We need we need to start giving him like credits. Like you have three credits that you can right. use. Right. And then like I'll give him three every week, but you know what I mean. Like after three. Go ahead. What else you got? Three. Okay.
5: Two. I didn't
2: want- All right, good. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, I would always say he's always entertaining, okay. but then I'd be lying.
2: Yeah. <laughs> FML. <sighs> he's always something.
1: Yeah, he's, yeah. He's, there you go. He's always something.
2: Yeah. Uh, Howard, you put up earlier, I saw in the chat, you put up that Brock Lesnar's coming back. I did not read the article like any good journalist. Uh, so when is Brock Lesnar coming back?
1: They they just they didn't give a timeline. They just said he's coming back to Raw, to Raw. which okay. I could care less if he comes back.
2: It could honestly. be any minute. I heard is yeah. coming back to SmackDown like a month ago.
1: Yeah, well, you know, and, uh, you know, and, uh, you know, and until he passed, how many times did we hear that Bray Wyatt was coming back and Randy Orton was coming back? And
4: mm-hmm.
1: I just think they're desperate to have people tune in and watch, you know, with the anticipation that maybe he'll come back. But for how long? I mean, I, I some, that's always been my big thing with part time guys. Like, I, stop. There's so many people on this roster now. You don't need Brock Lesnar. You don't need to bring in surprise guests for the Royal Rumble. You have enough participants on both sides of the male and female to have a very yeah. good Royal Rumble match without any of the extra fluff.
2: I hate how it's become. I, I hate how it's become. What former star that we haven't seen in 15 years is coming back for a cameo to do all this yeah, stuff? They, but, I mean,
1: and that's all it is. It's a five or six minute cameo, and that's all yeah. it'll be. Yeah. And it takes yep. away from five or six minutes that somebody else could have a five or six minutes on mainstream yeah. television in a, on yep. a huge platform that you don't yeah. normally get.
2: Yeah, give me Chad Gable, not the Boogeyman, Matt.
1: Right, right, right. yeah. Right. Yeah. You know...
2: Word where is the AEW. If you want to surprise me, bring in the Young Bucks for this. That would surprise me.
1: That would definitely be surprising, for sure.
0: Yeah. Bring in somebody who can still go and, you know, it has something other than just being a part-timer in their future.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Sure. And if you bring in someone from AEW, don't let it be somebody... Who the crowd hates so much because of allegations that they have to play the music the whole time that they're wrestling? Yeah, oh, you
1: know, yeah. You, you know, what, I, I thought about it. You know, just as I was walking back from my kitchen, what would be an interesting, even if you did a short mini Royal Rumble, get get ten guys from NXT with the promise of a main roster contract to whoever wins it.
2: Yeah. Yeah, you know what? You know what's more exciting than a surprise that you didn't want to see, is something that you know about that you're excited for. Yeah. You know.
1: Yeah, I, I just I I don't get it. I don't get the whole surprise returns, and you know, I don't care if I ever see you know Diesel in a match ever again. You know, I I don't need all of that. <laughs> yeah. I really don't. I don't need surprises anymore. Just give me a good Royal Rumble match.
2: How about the fake Diesel? No,
0: that's Kane. <laughs> <laughs> I think we've seen enough of him, too, at this
2: point. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the surprises are really... Surprise me by having a really good Royal Rumble where I'm excited to see everybody that's in there. Yeah, I think right. You should... This year, the rumor was X-Pac. Oh, X-Pac's going to be in the- I liked X-Pac. He was fine. You know, I, I always thought he was a little predictable, but I thought he was fine. But, you know, he's talking mm-hmm. about, well, I'm two months away from being able to take off my shirt and do a match. All right, so let's stop talking about answer. how exciting it would be to just because you can say X-Pac was in it. Right. Like,
0: AJ Styles was a good surprise entrant, but... He also then stuck around and worked for
2: the company after that, right? Right. Exactly. Right. Those kind yeah. sort of surprises are like when Edge came back and won it. Like that was a cool surprise because nobody knew he was coming back, right? You know. Yeah.
1: So. Yeah. There, there's no. There's no. There's no. No. Like buzz around the Royal Rumble anymore. You know, because we've gotten so programmed to uh, who's going to be the surprise guy and we'll wait through 30 participants Right. realize oh oh he was our surprise eight 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 entrance ago oh great
2: (laughs) yeah 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 it kind of bums me out the more we talk about it (laughs) (laughs) because i know it's going to be like freaking like teddy long climbing in the ring like it's (laughs) You know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> somebody that I, That'll be like, oh, look, the gobbledygooker's here. Oh, great. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Think of the 30 people that could have had that spot. Right. You
1: know? Yeah. Or, you know, you know God, and, and as much as I loved him as a kid, you know, can you imagine, you know, Ricky Morton coming down to the ring? Like, oh... This is what I waited for.
2: I'd be (laughs) all right with Ricky Morton. He he can at least do a bunch of Canadian Destroyers and and challenge for the U.S. title, maybe.
1: Yeah, maybe.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Maybe. Maybe. By the way, unrelated, but I had this great idea the other day for, like, WWE. Because, obviously, they're constantly um, combining belts and then splitting them and then combining them. Forever, and I hate it. Yeah, yeah, and I wish there was another way that they could do it. And here's the answer that I came up with you combine the North American intercontinental and United States title, you do a triple threat, like at WrestleMania. The new intercontinental champion, whoever that is, then gets unified with the NXT title. You're getting rid of a bunch of belts all at once. And when you're the NXT champion, you're defending that belt on NXT, but it's also functioning as the secondary belt on Raw and SmackDown. So whoever's the champion of NXT gets to come up and essentially be the workhorse Intercontinental champion on Raw and SmackDown. And you got rid of like five belts that way. Maybe not five, maybe three. Maybe only two. So that would leave NXT with only one singles title. <laughs>
0: uh, yeah. That's fine. Yeah. They don't need more
2: than or, that. I, I, and you know what? You could have a United, you could have a North American title on NXT, I guess, that just, it doesn't get you on the main roster having it, you know? But I just, I feel like there's too many belts. There's like, way there's too many. There's Way many too belts. many. Way too many. I'm- and that's not purely a
0: W. That's uh, that's obviously an AEW problem too.
2: Yeah, yeah. Once you start talking about like trios champions and like you buy a company, WWE had this problem with WCW, and I, it, it, it's like why dilute yourself like that? The first thing they should have done when they realized that WCW couldn't be its own standalone viable product, which I still say it could have and should have been. All they had to do was do a draft and have WCW be one of the shows. But if you're not going to do that, then, like, you don't need a United States title and an intercontinental title. You don't need WCW Tag Team Champions and WWE Tag Team Champions. No. You it's know? It's the same thing good. with Ring of Honor. You know? I mean, they could follow that same model. The Ring of Honor Champion could be the, uh, I don't know, what's the secondary title for AEW? The uh, TBS.
0: The Inter- it's either the TBS or the
2: International Yeah, they have too many. They have too many. The international title should just be like competed. Like it should be like just fit, fighting like people outside the company, like bring in new Japan or whatever, like forbidden door kind of stuff. That should yeah, be I'd the rather, international title.
0: I'd almost rather they get rid of the TBS title because that title feels like it's just been an albatross around the neck of so many of the people who have held it. Who has it now? Do you even know? Uh, Christian has it now. Christian. Christian. Jake. Yeah.
2: Okay. Because my the only rule of thumb well with it lately. Yeah, he has uh, because he's got his grill because he knows what he's doing. Honestly, he's got that experience, you know. <laughs> go go um, figure. Yeah, but my rule of thumb with the title is if I can't off the top of my head remember who the champion is, then like you probably don't need that title, right? Because it's not doing yeah. anybody a service, and they're not doing it a service.
0: Yeah, who's the United? Yeah. Who's even the United States champion
1: right now? Logan oh Paul. God.
2: I was going to say, you had to call oh, me God. out on it, didn't you? Logan Paul.
1: Uh, and, and he he, had, he hasn't defended it, I believe, since he won it.
2: How great would it be at WrestleMania if Logan Paul went in with an open challenge and, and Gunther came out and destroyed him and unified those belts? That would be good. No, that, that, that's a good outcome for that. You know? As it is, he's probably going to lose it to Kevin Owens. Yeah, there are a bunch of belts that they have that I have to really think about it. You know, like like the women's tag team champions. Like for the longest time, it was Chelsea Green and, and Piper Niven, and I was like, "Who are the tag team?" And then I'm like, "Oh yeah, it's the the, the Party Girls from NXT." Yeah, Sorority Row or whatever they're called. Alpha, Alpha, talk, Alpha. Talk about
0: a title that has had that's <laughs> been an albatross around the necks of uh, of the
2: people who have held it. Well, it's like. <laughs> Honestly, unless a team involving Sasha banks or Bailey has it, I'm not interested or or the iconics. I miss the iconics
1: yeah yeah, yeah, they had a good run,
2: yeah.
1: yeah,
0: but I don't think they're coming back anytime soon. No. It, it seems like they've got other
2: interests in life now, so they're out yeah. the, they're out it it's it's looking like they're done they they had their time as brief as it was, and they're done. So, yeah, but there's a bunch of titles that, uh, that, you know, that they could get rid of. And even like, Howard, I go through this every couple years, I go through this, and every time I, I, I say it, people crap all over me. But the main event of WrestleMania should not involve the Royal Rumble winner against one of the two champions, pick which one. You know what they should do? No, really. Do you know what they should do?
1: No. What What should they do?
2: I'm going to tell you on the other <laughs> side of this commercial break. Oh, uh, so you're going to make me wait? Oh. Call in. Call oh. in. WWW.callVOC.com and we'll get you on. Uh, this is Such a tease. the VOC Nation Wrestling Network. <laughs> <Pretty> <laughs> be right back.
3: Hey, this is Total Package. Lex Lugia. You're listening to the VOC Nation. Don't miss out.
6: VOC Nation's owner, Stro Maestro, suffered a major medical and financial catastrophe this year from the VOC Nation family. To all of you, please continue to pray for Stro Maestro for his continued recovery. You can also donate to his cause, paypal.me slash The worldwide leader in entertainment, this is... The VOC Nation Radio
3: Network. Check out In The Room. Every Tuesday night at 9. Listen in.
0: Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Brady Hicks, former WCW star, Stroh Maestro, Cassie Fitz, Matt
3: Grimm.
6: And you know Ray are there too, right, wait? We sure are. And we've got great guests, like Lex Luger, AJ Styles, Taku, and more. It's a heck of a party. Plus,
0: I didn't get thrown off uh, buildings. And then, uh, uh, in the uh,
3: nothing get pregnant either.
0: Sometimes I think it gets so ridiculous. We were getting into like snuff film territory there. In the room, nine PM Eastern on VOC Nation.
3: Yo, this is Jerry Steig, the nasty boys. Yeah, Brian Knobs. Yeah, you get getting get nasty. Well, listen to the VOC Nation, baby.
6: VOC Nation is one of the longest running wrestling podcast networks. Having started way back in twenty ten. VOC Nation provides daily streaming shows where fans have the ability to interact with their hosts Ricky Steamboat, Ding, Mick Foley, Joey Stiles, Howard Finkel, and so many more. Listen live at VOCNation.com and subscribe to all the podcasts by searching VLC Nation
3: Radio Network on your favorite podcast app. And be sure to follow these guys on Twitter, at VOCNation. Phil After has been in the pro wrestling business for over 50 years. Hey, Tony here with uh, Arn Anderson. Arn, first of all, your height and weight. 6'1", Well,
6: I think, uh, I don't know what to say, but I, I want to
3: say one thing. Bruno was an hell a champion. Hear exclusive interviews with the greatest performers of all time.
0: This is Delapter, and once again, we're speaking here with Bruno San Martino. Bruno, first of all, how did you and Bruiser lose that title to the Valiant?
3: Well, actually, it was a, a, a very unusual loss, if you want to call it a Does loss. Did
0: not have anything to do
4: Well, yes, but the whole thing is that the... Rules, as I always understood and wanted to do, the title could only be lost by pin or, or submission, which is the same rules
3: as uh, my title, the World Wrestling Federation. That's nice. Uh, it was... To sign up, it's very simple. Head to premium.vocnation.com or go to patreon.com slash vocnation. VOC Nation takes you behind the scenes of the greatest moments in pro wrestling history.
2: Ladies and gentlemen, we're back. It's in the room on the VOC Nation Wrestling Network, VOCNation.com. Don't forget, call into the show. Just visit or tap on your phone or your tablet or your computer. Uh, Just go to callVOC.com, and that'll put you right in touch with us here on the platform. VOC Nation, this is in the room. Brady Hicks here. I've got with me Howard Morgan. Howard's the host of WCW Wrestling. WCW Retro on Thursdays This week you guys are doing an open forum It's always fun to interact with Well I can't even say that out. It's occasionally <laughs> fun to interact with uh. We have callers Yes we have, we have callers of- Yes,
1: yeah. Let, 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 let's leave it at that We That's a definitive statement We definitely have callers you Of all varieties
2: be, You should be pleased as peaches To join them Yes and have us make fun of you. now. Yes, fun.
1: join in, in all the antics that go on on Thursday night, WCW uh, Retro from eight to ten.
2: Be sure to check it out. Uh, so, Howard, I, I did a little bit of a cliffhanger there, uh, but it's only because I think my idea is so good that I wanted people to get excited for it.
1: Yeah, and, and this, this is this, and I don't know how, how far you go back, Brady, but that tease that you gave right before the break was almost like the "Who Shot Jr." in the Dallas TV show. <laughs>
2: That, that's what I was going. For. And my backup plan was just to pretend I got shot and get off the air if, uh, if, it, if it went downhill. Um, no, it, so take it back to the NWA days, right? What What was special about the champion coming to a territory? It
1: It, it was It was almost like a, a a I don't say once in a lifetime thing, but it was very special. Um, you knew that it was only going to be a, a, a limited time, you know, and you may not see him again, you know, until two, three, four months down the road. So there was there was hype in, you know, getting to that show and, and getting to see him, you know, when he was in that territory, you know, and, and go to as many of the stadiums as you could to catch a glimpse of, you know. And, of course, my time then the NWA champ was, was primarily Ric Flair, um, for a lot of that. And people wanted to see Ric Flair because he wasn't, he wasn't there often.
2: Yep. And if you don't believe that, by the way, check out the, the iron claw, which I saw last week. And it's amazing. Um, because that really does paint a good picture of what it was like to have the champion come to your territory and what a big deal it was. All right. So with that is the framework, Howard, and we should talk about the iron Claw, by the way, but we'll, we'll do that toward the end. Um, With that as as the the, the backdrop, I guess you'd say, right? Um, Okay. You've got... I've already condensed it to where you've got one belt, one singles belt on NXT. And that singles belt essentially functions as the workhorse title on the other two shows, right? So everybody on NXT has something to work for now. So now at WrestleMania, you take the two world champions that they just split up. And by the way, this doesn't work great with Roman Reigns as the champion, but I got to assume at some point in the next 15 years, Roman Reigns is not going to be a champion at some point in the next 15 years. Probably. Yeah. I
1: mean, you know, maybe within that time frame,
2: something like that. So anyway, so my idea is, and don't ask me what you do with the Royal Rumble. I haven't worked out all the logistics yet. Maybe make that more of like a money in the bank type of thing or something, right? Um, or maybe you have them challenge the NXT title, which is the workhorse title, and work your way up that way. But whatever the case may be. So the main event of WrestleMania, when Brady takes over booking, has the two world champions go head-to-head title for title but not to unify the belts, Howard. So you've got the combined WWE world champion can now defend that belt on all three shows, right? Okay. Well, just to simplify it, let's say they just defended on Raw and SmackDown just, just to, just to help people conceptualize this, right? So you've got the WWE slash world champion defending the belt for Raw shows and SmackDown shows. Now, when the WWE World Champion loses to a Raw superstar, they only lose the Raw component of the belt, and the belts are split are split again, vice versa. You have the same thing for SmackDown. Lose to a SmackDown guy, you're only defending the SmackDown belts against the SmackDown guy, the SmackDown belt against the SmackDown guys, and the Raw belt against the Raw guys. Sounds a little confusing the way I'm explaining it, but it can be so simple. Essentially, within a year, all you need is one title change, and then every WrestleMania can be the best of the best between Raw and SmackDown every year. To me, that's the way you do it. Okay. You would you, you would have a series of like dream matches every year, basically. Right. Because you would build them up. Because once that guy loses one of the two titles... They never touch. They never see each other until the following WrestleMania.
1: Right. Okay. I got you. Yeah.
2: Now I, there, I are think a I, logi- there are little logistics with it. Like it probably works better when you do separate pay per views. Right. But again, you're on Peacock. Does it really matter now?
1: Right. And, and I've always been a, a a fan of, or you know, a pro, you know, a proponent of you're not when you have a pay-per-view the idea of the pay-per-view was you're getting the best of the promotion together all on yes. one card so therefore your champion should defend that title at a pay-per-view yes should always be defended always always and I, and I I'm not big on triple threat matches or whatever but I you know I understand why they have them um and I do believe that's how Roman Reigns. I'm not saying it'll happen at, at Rumble or or not, but I do believe that's how Reigns will lose the title, and it not be his fault that he lost.
2: You really think that?
1: Yeah, it's to to not tarnish the 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 you know the legacy of Roman Reigns. That's my gut feeling.
2: I I feel like that's something Vince would have done, but I hope that Hunter knows better.
1: I just I I have that that gut feeling.
2: You you, you got to do a little bit of tarnishing. In order to pull somebody else up to his level.
1: Right. But and again, even if you loses to one on one, two, whoever it is, you know, I don't I don't think that it tarnishes the loser at all. I mean I mean Rick Rick Flair lost to Dusty Rhodes, right? In what is it, eighty six?
4: Mm-hmm.
1: Didn't tarnish his legacy at all. <laughs> you know. You know, so so losing a title doesn't necessarily mean that, you know you're, you're you're done, you know. But I, I think that the modern day product has this stigma of oh well he lost so he's you know he's finished. Yeah. You know, a guy, and, a, and a guy can a guy can look guy can lose and still look strong in losing.
2: The only time that somebody doesn't look strong, losing a title in a high profile match like that, the only time they don't look strong is if they're going to go away because of injury. And At right. that point, it really doesn't matter because they're going away because of injury,
1: right? And and they can always get that that steam back from being you know away from television. I mean, yeah. Look look at look at the ovation that Randy Orton got coming back. Yeah. You know, and he was gone for what eighteen months or something, fifteen months, yeah. something like that. Yeah.
2: Well, like, and the analogy I I went further back with like the example that was in my head, but like. When Mister, when Kurt Hennig, when he lost that IC belt to Bret Hart at SummerSlam, and he went away for a couple months, you know, and when he came back, he wasn't a wrestler. So, right, you know, fast forward a year and three, four months later, whatever it was, when he came back as a babyface, and um, you've now, you've now got Bret Hart as the world champion. Like, for me, as a young fan, I thought, this is pretty cool. Maybe Kurt Hennig can avenge this and win the world title by targeting Bret Hart. And they stretched it out. They would write about it in WWE Magazine. They would talk about it on TV. How comp- They kept them apart, but continued to equate them to one another to the point where they finally met, I think it was like a King of the Ring, like the following year, and, you know, that both as baby faces,
1: Right. And, and obviously,
2: and, obviously, Brett's going to win that. But I, they had me suckered in.
1: No, I, I
2: was for hunting abs- like nobody.
1: I, absolutely, you know, and yeah, you know, and and Dusty Rhodes, you know, the the, the and you, people have varying opinions of Dusty Rhodes, but I, I thought the guy, you know, was a borderline genius when it came to the, you know, the whole wrestling s- story and and playing it out. And his his theory was. Hoking it's him. always yeah. it's always in the chase. Like the the good guy has to chase the bad guy. And when you look back with Dusty Rhodes chasing Ric Flair, even after you know, he beats Ric Flair and then Ric Flair gets it back and he's chasing Ric Flair. How many times the horsemen and either Dusty and Magnum or Dusty and Nikita were in the ring and almost got their hands on Ric Flair but didn't because either the Andersons were in the way or Tully Blanchard got in the way. So they really kind of kept them apart and never really had to mix it up until, you know, a a big match, either at Starcade or you know, or whatever they were doing or Great American Bash or whenever they were finally going to get together and they were finally going to settle it, you know, and that those crowds and if you listen, I mean, you can find I mean, you can find it on Peacock now, but if if you listen to the crowd (laughs) don't watch the match, listen to the crowd and, and their reactions to what's going on because they are so invested in what's going on because we devoted nine months of our lives for this moment right here, for this 20 minutes that's going to happen.
2: Sure. Sure.
1: And it just doesn't happen anymore.
2: It's a smart way to do things. That's why the NXT brand was like so good early on when Dusty was like doing that. Like it was heads and shoulders above the main product.
1: Yeah. And, And I, I always remembered watching, especially on, um, you know, Saturday mornings um, or Saturday afternoon, I think it came on at one o'clock here on Channel 17, when they would have, you know, worldwide on the NWA. It was part of the Mid-South, not Mid-South, sorry, Mid-Atlantic, mm-hmm. you know, Championship Wrestling and all of that. And they would always have a match with, you know, Tony Blanchard and Magnum TA getting together or, you know, Ole Anderson, you know, against, you know, Dusty Roads or something. And the match never really ended at the end of the hour. It always spilled over, so you never really knew who won. You had to tune in next week and see the end of that match, and then catch the rest of the hour show going on. And they didn't do it all the time. Yeah. Every once in a while, they would just keep you. Oh man! Now, now I got to remember. I got to be home at one o'clock on Saturday afternoon because I got to find out what happened. You know, and this was all pre-internet and and, and all that because we only had the magazines, which came out what once a month. So I wasn't waiting a month to find out who won last week. I was tuning in that week, that final week of finding out what happened.
2: They made it special.
1: They made it special.
2: Yeah, they made it an event.
1: Yeah, and And, WWE had a way of doing that, you know, in in the 80s and early 90s. And then it seemed like it just disappeared.
2: And you know what? The only exceptions that I can really think of across the board in all of wrestling are the following. The Royal Rumble is an event. WrestleMania is an event. For hardcore fans, I guess you'd say like the Tokyo Dome show. Yeah. But I don't know that AEW, aside from some of its earliest shows, have made any of them a spectacle to where it's like you got to tune in. Yeah. They're more known for like their media scrums where somebody says or does something that they shouldn't do. Right. That's not yeah. an event.
1: That's, that's a car crash. Yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> um, yeah, and 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 honestly, until AEW figures out how to make it shows an event, and the way they're booking, I think it makes it very difficult to make it an event.
1: Well, it, it's hard when when when, when you're booking, you know, a a two hour show and you're booking 14 matches on that show and i get it they're trying to emphasize the wrestling but 14 yeah. matches is a lot to pay attention to and a lot of what's going on right you know you have to, at minimum in in 14 matches you have 28 people
2: yeah
1: kind of coming together and sometimes more there's tag teams and all that involved you know you can see as many as you know literally 30 people in, in a two-hour show and it's like you, yeah, you, you don't have time to process all of that.
2: Now you're talking about a four hour show for your pay per view because you're right, make right? It different. right. And, and, it, the, and, and the way the re, and the way wrestling is today, you can't keep people apart like you used to.
1: No, no, you, you know? can't.
2: I remember when I was a kid getting all excited to see the rockers fight demolition on Saturday night's main event. Why, yeah, why demolition wasn't that special? The road warriors had come in, so they weren't like, but but but. I, I just for me, the Rockers had never won the title. I wanted to see how they stacked up against them, and they had never been in the ring together that I could remember for anything significant.
1: Right, that that was a big deal,
2: huge deal. Yeah, and that's why WWE felt special back in the day. NWA too. You know, the champion huh? comes to town. Oh, I've never seen the champion fight one of the Von Ericks. Like that's a big deal because they never touched. Right. You know, no. the only times you get somebody that never touches is when they call it a quote-unquote dream match and it's usually just something that's manufactured.
1: Yeah. Now, and yeah. and as much as I I'm still not in Cody's corner and maybe I should be or not, but that whole you know, build up to him and and, and, and Roman Reigns you know, especially with the with the promos with him and Paul Heyman going back and forth. Yeah. There was a really good build up and, you know, Paul Heyman making Cody Rhodes down himself. stuff. Do you really want to do this? Do you want to be away from your family? Your wife? Blah, blah, blah. Yep. Yeah. You know, and I'm like this, this has got Dusty written all over it. You know, and you can tell that, I mean, they both obviously have learned from Dusty and that was a really good Build up to a match that everybody wanted to see. Yeah, and it just doesn't true. happen enough.
2: It's it's true. And uh, you want to know the last, in my opinion, the last really special match that WWE had? Go ahead. I'd have to go back a little bit, I think, but I think it was Shawn Michaels against Kurt Angle. Yeah. Yeah. I can't well, I mean, you had people like debut or whatever, but R- like, right—that was something where they they kept them apart and never let them touch, and then you did it at WrestleMania. Your two best performers,
1: right? And, and when's the last time you've really been legitimately excited for a pay-per-view event?
2: Probably WrestleMania last year.
1: Yeah, so you know we we've got now. We've had major shows all year, and there should be a little bit of buzz around all of them, yeah. but WrestleMania last year, and then maybe a couple of WrestleManias before that, there's not, not the build up anymore. Like, it's no. it, it's not it's not there. It's it's well, missing. The it, thing.
2: Yeah, there's a pay-per-view every month. How can you build it up for more than four weeks? Right, and yeah, instead, so you have four weeks to tell a story. Special. That's why WrestleMania is special, because, like, they'll continue to build up in that season, despite there being other shows.
1: Right. Yeah, the, That's why you know, it's I mean, special. Right. Right now, I mean, every, even the, 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 the Brock Lesnar article was talking because he's on, he's on promotional trailers now and being yeah. advertised for WrestleMania. So obviously he's making his return sometime between now and, and WrestleMania, yeah. but we're building towards WrestleMania, which is in what? March. So mm-hmm. we, we still have two other pay-per-views. That's why I think back, you know, back in the day we had four, we had four major pay-per-views a year and that was it. Yeah. And that's what they built to every three months. They were telling a new story and it took three months to get to that end, to the pay-per-view and they kept people apart and they yep. kept them separate and they never let them touch each other until that. Now there might've been scrums in the ring or, you know, where, where everybody in the locker room comes down or, or whatever but there really wasn't a match, an official match between the two of them. Right,
2: And, uh, uh, you yeah, know, take it a step further. Um, after every pay-per-view back then, after all four of them, each one would be like a, a mini reset where they'd start to cultivate new feuds and everything. Yeah. Right? When do they Absolutely. do that now? The only time that they do that now, a hard reset almost across the board, is usually – the night or the week after WrestleMania, not even the night after anymore, because they're usually continuing the angles from the night before.
1: Right. Yeah, it, it's just it's not it's not the same. And again, the Internet has a lot to do with that. Everybody and their mothers now is a you know, you, you see articles and it's like, oh, we're exploring the possibility of this. Well, it, that possibility is not going to happen. Right. So but they're, they're putting it out there just to, to self-generate buzz to get you to watch week to week when the show in itself should be generating the buzz to make you watch week to week. And it's just it's yeah. not doing it. Yeah. You know, the whole, the, the whole Sammy Zane in the bloodline was fantastic. I, I loved how that kind of played out. You know, is, is Sammy finally going to leave? What You know, when? When is he going to lead the bloodline? Is it going to happen yeah. now? Is it, you know? And then finally, it happened, and we were all kind of—I don't want to say shocked when it happened, but we were like, you know, uh, happily shocked that it happened
2: because it, it, yeah, it finally the fact, did. The fact that people were disappointed when Sami Zayn didn't win the title of Roman tells you what a good job they did storyline-wise.
1: Oh, so I was highly disappointed. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I was too. I mean, we talked about it, you know? Um, But, like, if you had that match before the angle, nobody would have expected Sami Zayn to win. Sami wouldn't have been over. It basically, it elevated Roman, and it pushed Sami all the way up to his level.
1: Yeah, and that, that's what I'm saying. We're losing can make make you as strong or stronger than you were before. Look what it did to Sammy yeah. Zane. Sure. You
2: that's
1: know it elevated
2: up on Rapboy. I'm trying to make him stronger. <laughs>
1: right,
2: right.
1: It, right. it elevated him to to that to that top tier level. He was yeah. almost there. He was right. right. He was right there. And then he loses, and then all of a sudden he's over the moon
2: on top, and he lost. Yeah. In his hometown, in front of his wife and kids, he lost. Same thing with Cody. As much as people trash WWE for not letting Cody win the belt at WrestleMania last year, perfect, how many more yeah. people are gonna want to see him win this year?
1: Right. Because I go back to what Dusty said. The, yeah. the 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 anticipation is in the chase. Yeah. He's gotta chase it. If he won it just then, he just came back, he's still new. You know, new to the company again, and he wins it. There's okay, great. He's champion now. But you know, if he happens to win at WrestleMania, watch the explosion that happens in the crowd if he if he winds up winning.
2: That's why marriage is so difficult, by the way, because the thrill's in the chase. (laughs) Right. Once you're settled down, there ain't nothing fun about it. (laughs) Now you're just talking about your favorite restaurants every week. (laughs) Right.
1: Or or decide on which one you're going to go to. Right, exactly. That's why I, I think if, if I ever went into the restaurant business, I think I would name the restaurant. I don't care. Yeah, there you go. Eat it. Where tight. do you want to go? Yeah, I, where do you want to go? I don't uh, care. Okay, that's where that's we're going.
2: That's a good idea. That's a good idea.
1: That's a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> good idea. And, yep. and, and and I told my, the the people I work at if I ever open the bar, it's going to be called the job site. So when you get the phone call, <laughs> yeah, i at I'm at the job site.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Working late. <laughs> Working late,
1: I'm at the job site, sorry.
2: Yeah, no, no. no. That's, yeah, I, to, I told my wife if I ever open a restaurant, she better shoot me if I don't charge $30 for a hamburger. Because for the life <laughs> of me, I don't know why anyone charges cheap prices for food when you can get away with charging expensive prices for food. Right. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I, I don't <laughs>
1: people, I don't get People
2: it. think because it's expensive that it's good.
1: Right. Yeah, it's, and it's, listen, it's just, at the end of the day, it's just
2: ground beef. That's all it is. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. All right, man. Well, I think we did a really good job tonight. It may have started out slow, but I think we got there.
1: No, we did. We definitely got there. You know, and I can't believe it, you know, it's, it's the end when, you know, almost, you know, just a few short months ago or even weeks ago, we were really just starting our show at this time.
2: I know, and I love it. I'm such a fan of this. I really no, am. absolutely. It even, like, gives me time to do little things on the back end that I was just too exhausted to do. Right. You know? Like, I was sitting here thinking, I got plenty of time. I So, I work from home, obviously. I mean, I've talked about this quite a bit. It's not a surprise or anything. So, like, as long as I'm in bed and asleep by midnight, then I'm usually good. I'll get my eight eight hours, eight and a half hours sleep. I'll get up, get a quick shower, and I'm working. Right. That's perfect. So now, being done the show at 9.30 local time, that gives me two and a half hours creatively if I want to, for example, edit a video to create, like, teaser stuff. Right. I couldn't do that before when the show was ending at 11 o'clock.
1: Right. No, and, and I I do the same thing, like when we get done at eleven o'clock and no, you, you know you you know, you get home where you end the day and it's like, oh, you know, it's five o'clock. I'm like I I got four more hours before the oh, show yeah, starts yeah. and you you know, you gotta essentially kill four hours and then you're like, Oh, it's it's eight forty five, okay yeah. I can call I in at five it five more minutes and then the show I, starts and then by eleven o'clock know. I'm wound up again.
2: Yep. Yeah, and then you're up until two o'clock in the morning,
1: right? And, and, I, and I get up, you know, around five thirty, six o'clock in the morning. So I'm like, man, I'm, I'm just not.
2: Yeah, that used to be me. <laughs> that used to be me. It's 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 tough. It's 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 really tough. But there are so many benefits, and I'm actually so glad to see that all the other shows have kind of followed suit and like pushed up their start times. It just makes more sense. No, and it does. I used, I'd be falling asleep on the couch watching TV at eight thirty, thinking. I got to stay awake just long enough to get on the air at nine o'clock and then be amped up until whatever time in the morning. Yeah. It was awful. It's an awful way to look at things. <laughs> right. Well, anyway, yeah. anyway, yeah,
1: go ahead. <laughs> no, I, I, I do like doing it on Thursday night at eight o'clock. Like you said, it gives me, you know, an hour or so to, to wind back down and, um, you know, and, and kind of just relax, you know, but, you know, before you go to sleep and you know, get back up in the morning.
2: Yeah. Yep. Well, good stuff all around. So, um, so the VO, uh, Thursday night, WCW Retro. We'll talk about that in one second. Uh, usually like Friday or Saturday, we're getting the wrestling with history with my business partner, The voice of choice, Bruce Word, and our original co-host on the radio, Namara Wells. Uh, We've got bumps and thumps on Sunday with Brian Ferguson. Uh, We've got rock and uh, we've got uh, top rope radio, and of course, we've got in the room on Tuesdays. So lots of great stuff. Uh, Howard, WCW Retro this week. Open forum should be a good time.
1: Yes, I'm I'm hoping that um, Chaz Moretti will be back. Hope he's feeling a little bit better and, and. You know recovering from from that, that that terrible you know incident that he had and you know and losing his, his leg but he's still in good spirits um, he's only a, just a few weeks away from being fitted for his bionic leg um, so you know we hope to have him back on Thursday you know and I'm sure we'll be joined by Ratboy on Thursday because he's faithful and calling in each and every week um, you know and dare I say sometimes you know it and sometimes they I say, and, and, you know, you can erase this after I say it, that he actually is a blessing to have on sometimes. And I can't believe them words just came out of my mouth.
4: Yeah. But,
2: but, but they did. On air, so. <laughs> what little company he is. And it's, it's a good thing. Um, so be sure to check that out. Of course, any live program, you can just visit com to interact with us. You heard it tonight with callers. And we try to do that just to make it a little bit different than everybody else. So be sure to. Check that out. Again, callVOC.com. For my end, ECWA is coming back in March with the Super 8 tournament. Uh, We're going to start digging into the field pretty soon and uh, maybe try and get a couple interviews going with that. And, uh, yeah, I mean, that's going to do it, you know. Everybody take care. Be good to each other. Thanks so much for checking out In the Room. And uh, thanks for all the support and everything. It's just been great. So, Love you all. Thanks to the best casting crew I could ever ask for. I'm jumping around a lot, but I I, I think I'm finally done. Everybody take
1: care. (laughs) Good night, everybody.